I believe every one of us can create beautiful images, feel fulfilled and improve our well-being through photography. The Quiet Landscapes podcast explores the life and work of photographers, creatives and thought leaders through monthly conversations that will inspire you. My name is Margaret Soraya and I'm delighted that you are listening. So today I have Emily Endine with me and Emily is a wonderful photographer who has a really deep love of the ocean and she also shoots weddings and portraits so I'm really interested to talk to her about um, how she marries the different aspects of photography in her life. Um, So thank you for joining me Emily. Hello, thanks for asking me, Margaret. Um, so maybe we can start off with, um, I don't know much about your your history, but I would really like to know um, like how long you've been a photographer and how you, you got into it originally. Yeah, of course. Um, it was kind of like a natural progression for me. As a, a young child, I always had a, a film camera. I think I must have been about four or five years old when I picked up my first camera and actually taking photos of my family just out in the new forest and the beach my local area and I still have some of those photos now so I remember sending the film off and waiting for it to come back and half of them wouldn't even be in focus or just be of nothing Um, but yeah I've still got two or three photos in my photo album downstairs just where it's really blurry picture of my family but it's that memory of always having a camera in my hand and just being fascinated with trying to capture moments um just in that still frame so throughout my life I've kind of dabbled here and there and then it was about nine or ten years ago my partner bought me my first DSLR camera and I remember being wowed and thinking oh how do I do this what do I need to do and it took me a long time because I'm not very technically minded so it took me a really long time just to kind of get to grips with it and understand what I wanted to do but as soon as I got the wheels in motion of learning and just taking it out and practicing I soon realized I I loved being out at sunrise and capturing all the colors and nature that everything that kind of is put on display at that hours of dawn when there's no one around it's so peaceful and so lovely and I got addicted to that feeling so it's kind of developed from there and I've, I've dabbled in you know, weddings and portraits and it feels like everything happened really organically. There was never a point in time of me saying, well, I'm going to do this. this. You know, this is my plan. I'm going to shoot weddings. That was never the case. It was people asking me to do it and I kept saying no. And then it got to a point I thought I should stop saying no because I feel like maybe I'm holding myself back. And I started saying yes to everything, every opportunity that came my way. And it just kind of developed from there, really. Um, so at the moment, your current business, how what's that made up of then? Is there a sort of proportion of, of weddings and more commercial work and a proportion of landscape work? Yeah, it's been a quite a strange time, obviously, the last couple of years because everything got cancelled. But it was kind of going in the direction of a few weddings, a bit of commercial. I'm trying to get into a bit of like commercial product photography, whereas I don't want to be just taking things in a studio I, I want to be out in nature and if I can combine something you know like if, if I can find an eco-conscious brand that I can work with and take photos at the beach you know that kind of bringing those loves together that's that's what I've been going for over the past year um, and I'm out all the time in the sea anyway so it kind of it was always I was always shooting from the shoreline so I was always shooting seascapes anyway and then when the pandemic hit and I was looking for something different to do locally, I bought myself an underwater housing. And 
then that developed into me swimming every day and taking photos of sunrise out in the ocean as often as I could. Um, and that kind of took off with selling a lot of prints, which was really lovely because that was a personal project completely for me. And the fact that everybody else loved it too was, you know, it just, just added that extra excitement for me that, that people were enjoying it as well as me enjoying it. You know, people that wouldn't necessarily want to get up at sunrise, you know, saying to me, thank you for showing me the sunrise. Um, and it's such a magical experience. So, yeah, it's kind of... My business is made up of selling prints, selling calendars, and that's from all of my personal project work out in the ocean um, and at the shoreline as well. And then there's the element of weddings, which is picking up again now. Um, I've had three this month and actually doing my last one tomorrow. Um, and then that's it for the year. So that's quite nice that that will come to a close. And I can catch up on editing and things like that. But it's it's been a complete mix of everything, which has kept things really interesting for me as well. That's, that's that's really interesting because um, it's very very similar to my mis- business as well. I still mix um, my wedding and commercial work with the the landscape work. But I think what's really interesting when you said that the personal work um, being taken up by people and people responding to that, I think that's a really really important part point because um, I th- I do believe that when you shoot from the heart and simply you're going out to shoot just because you want to do it, not because you're commissioned and I've been paid to do it. So you're shooting really intuitively and and in response to something that you want to photograph. And I think that is the sort of work that becomes really powerful because it's so authentic and people see that. And I, I, I think that possibly that that's what will lead you somewhere, you know, if that's something that really means something to you. And it obviously comes from a, a deeper place for you, doesn't it? So this connection to the ocean. So I wanted to ask you a little bit more about your connection to the ocean. So obviously that's a massive part in your life. So do you know where that comes from? Is it is it because you've always lived by the sea? Yeah, partly. I think, like thinking back to my childhood, I have really fond memories of going down the beach, no matter the weather, with my mum, my grand, my aunties, like all my family. And we'd be in the water, holding hands, jumping over the waves and and literally no matter the weather. And I remember being out in the sea when it's raining and, you know, my gran would always say, you know, it doesn't matter because we're all getting wet anyway. So let's just have a good time. And we'd all get out and get warm and cozy and all share the flask of coffee that my gran had. And there's all those fond memories. So I think there is something underlying there. Um, and also, I still live so close to the beach now. And I think I always made the most of getting in the sea. But I do feel like I never always made the most of going down there on a on your average year, you know, life gets so busy. And there was a lot of times that I feel like I missed the opportunity. So when the pandemic hit, and I could just be at home and, you know, I can cycle to the beach in five minutes. I'm so lucky. It's just been absolutely amazing. So it's forced me back into that situation where I can really enjoy it and have that time for me again. And just getting out in the water pretty much every morning was so nice you know I was mostly working from home the photography work was kind of all postponed for a while and and I've got another uh, part-time job that I do as well so I was working from home during that time so I had to break that day up and the fact that I could get out in the water in the morning and just get all that good feeling from it to start my day that was my motivator and, and taking photos alongside that that was kind of just me trying to capture how that moment felt for me um, so yeah, it was a really, really personal project that whole time. I understand everything you say there. Very, very, uh, because I, I connect with that as well, obviously. So 
Um, I, I totally understand what you're saying, and it's really nice to. I think that the um, the pandemic really opened up a lot of opportunity to have time to reconnect to what we really want to do. So it, it took away those demands, didn't it, of of all the things that we had to do, and allowed us to go out and do the things that we want. Well, no, I, I, there was a lot of negatives as well, you know, but it did give give gift some of us the opportunity to go and do these things. So it's it's really nice to hear that it was positive in, in that way for you because um, I, I know it's like when you get bogged down with the, the commercial work and you're editing and you're, you know, you're dealing with clients and you, you really, it would just be lovely to be out there in the landscape where, and especially when you live so close as well. Yeah. <laughs> so is the sea, what, what sea is close to you? What's the, is there a beach, is it nearby? So I live in Southbourne, which is literally just to the side of Bournemouth. So we've got this whole stretch and, there's a park called Hengisbury Head, which you can, it's quite a long walk if you go there. So I always go on my bike and and you can kind of go down this forest pathway and you end up on this uh, sandy spit where the beach huts are. And that's my favourite place because it's that little bit further. So you have to put a bit more effort in to get there. So it's always quiet. Um, and that's where I'd go most mornings, especially in the summer. Such a beautiful way to start the day. And it's it's amazing in the summer months, isn't it? When you're there really early and there's nobody else there, and um, there's something really special about those those mornings. I always swim in the mornings. If I don't swim by nine o'clock, I tend I'm not I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's yeah. it's one of those things, isn't it? So do you do you actually swim or do you do other things? Is it swimming that with your camera that you that you mostly do? Yes, it's mostly swimming. So especially in the summer months where the water, I know it doesn't get that hot in the UK, but, you know, when the water at most, it's around 17 degrees, which was, is a lovely, comfortable temperature. So I'd normally take my camera out in the water, shoot sunrise, and then put my camera back on the rocks to go back in and have a swim around. And that was the absolute dream in the summer. But to be honest with you, as soon as the winter comes and it's getting colder, it's more of an in-out job rather than swimming around. So I think we recorded last winter, it got as cold as five or six degrees in the water. And this is just wearing a swimming costume as well. So it's more go in, get that amazing feeling of the cold water therapy take some photos of sunrise and get out again as quick as you can <laughs> so yeah it depends on the time of year really and do you always take the camera in then or do you sometimes because I sometimes just go for a swim because I want to do the actual you know experience of swimming yeah um, but sometimes I take the camera in um and yeah as you say put it put it away and then go for a swim so yeah. do you normally take the camera yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. If I know that it's not going to be a great sunrise or you know, there's nothing particularly great happening that I want to photograph, then I'll fully immerse myself in, in that moment without the camera lens and just just be swimming. But especially as well in the summer, you know, it's so easy to have a double dip. So I might go in the morning and then go again later on in the, in the evening. Um, and that was a good opportunity. You know, I've felt comfortable that I'd fulfilled my need to take photos and then I can have another that's swim that's just literally for swimming so yeah it's it's a bit of a mixture to be honest and do you think you'll develop that um that type that side of your work more is that something that you're going to continue doing and and maybe try and monetize that so because obviously that when we when we start to monetize things it allows us more opportunity to do those things doesn't it yeah definitely I'd like to and and I think it's really hard to see how it will develop or which way it will develop because I, I do believe 
a lot of what I've done with my photography career has kind of been really organic and it's just kind of one thing has flowed after the other um, and I do camera club talks and, and everyone's been really interested in hearing about this kind of experience so it's been really good talking about it um, but also like I say there's been a few people that have wanted to buy prints as well from these experiences and and even for me not just shooting the sunrise but I might take a picture that seems really abstract and it's you know the light reflecting on the movement of the water and and it's a love it or hate it and I've been so surprised at how many people have loved those kind of image images as well so I've added over the course of time I've added a few prints to my uh, shop on my website but I'm actually going to be launching a new collection uh, this weekend so it will be a collection of I think there's nine images on there of different sunrises taken out in the water and I'd really like for that to, to become a, a thing where you know people can go on and purchase the images and uh, my 2022 calendars on there as well and that's purely around the sea so there's a few from the shoreline but a few out in the water as well so yeah like you say I guess it, when you're trying to monetize what you're doing as well it gives you more scope to be doing that because you can justify spending your time doing it too so yeah that would be really nice if the collections take off on my website they are very beautiful I find them very serene and um, the colors the colors are lovely as well so I, I do actually understand why people respond to them and I think that maybe it's um, you're, you're conveying how you're feeling in that moment yeah. is that is that that's what you're trying to achieve is that right yeah exactly yeah exactly and I just love that you know if someone can look at my picture and feel like they were there in that moment and feel what I was feeling or see what I was seeing that to me is what's so important I think every moment is such a fleeting moment isn't it like the light changes constantly the skull the, the color of the sky changes constantly and for someone who's not up at half four five a.m in the summer to see that you know if I can show that to people and and you know in turn they want to purchase that for their wall or, or whatever that may be I think that's that makes it quite special it's wonderful, isn't it? It's really like the, at those times you feel really blessed, don't you, to be doing this and to have um, it, to actually have these this in your life. I think for for me, sometimes I I really feel very very grateful when I'm doing things that I absolutely love and um, it's part of my job. It's kind of it's kind yeah. of overwhelming, isn't it? But then you have to remember you've you've done it. You know, you've made those decisions to go out and actively um, pursue that, and even when nobody was you know listening or paying you for it um so yeah. you know you've you've done that and um the fact that you've been out there at 4 30 in the mo every morning uh <laughs> is something to be uh very very proud of <laughs> people think I'm crazy they say it all the time and I, I would agree but I think feeling that as you'd appreciate that good feeling that you feel when you're either in the water or watching sunrise I think it's a very addictive feeling and you you kind of want to emulate that as much as you can just to make you feel good for the day yes absolutely absolutely yeah it's yeah. kind of it's almost addictive isn't it yeah definitely. that's what it is definitely. <laughs> but I quite like the winter actually I prefer winter swimming personally um even though it's it's um I don't know why actually I think I think I like the cold and I kind of um find it harder to get in in the summer <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you like that cold water feeling? I do like the cold water feeling, yeah. And I find it just somehow easier when it's really stormy and really wild. Um, but <laughs> maybe that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> but when, when the water's quite wild, like you say, I think sometimes you 
you kind of you don't have you know don't have time to think about it yeah. you're literally walking in the water and there's a wave already <laughs> on you so you're already wet and there's something special about that too though I think you can really feel the energy from the water and I like to kind of take that with me and you know try and harness some of that energy and make you feel good for the day if you can do that you can do anything exactly exactly and it's just really nice to see somebody really um exploring that that real passion I can see it, it comes through I can feel it in your images that you're so passionate about the ocean um, and it, it's lovely to see it coming out in, in your work um, so just to um, quickly touch on your other photography I think it's um, nice that you've sort of said you've kind of fallen into the other kind of work that makes up your it makes up your business um, your weddings are they are they anything to do with the ocean or are they completely separate or do you think they will eventually follow that path as well yeah I think I'd like to combine the two I'm definitely up for um, experimenting in the water if any couples yeah. want to go down that route that's for sure I think that'd be great to be able to combine the two would be yeah, wouldn't I might, it? might have to put, um, put a call out there to see if anyone's interested <laughs> have a think about that one because it could be a could be a thing couldn't it <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I think so. There's definitely something interesting to be done there. Yeah, I, I think it's really nice when couples um, just do something that they they feel passionate about. So if they're, you know, hikers, if they, they hike up a mountain and, and get married at the top or something. Um, I photograph mostly beach elopements, so I'm very, very lucky. Um, but it's it, I really love it when I see couples who just embrace the outdoors or embrace whatever it is they love doing. So it'd be nice to see you photographing some some people in in the water (laughs) (laughs) I think wedding photography has changed so much hasn't it it's not everyone at a church everyone's standing outside for their group shots I think now couples can do whatever they want to do and I think that's that's so nice that you can embrace something that captures your personality like you say going up a mountain or or getting down the beach I think there's a world of opportunity isn't there you can do whatever you want to do Absolutely. And I agree with you. I think it's absolutely the, the best thing that's happened. And it's just opened up so, so hugely in the past um, few years, hasn't it? That we, we you know, the, the, the couples that I photograph are usually eloping to, to the Isle of Harris, basically, and getting married on the beach in all weathers. So for me, that works for me because it fits my um, it fits with my values in life. I think that we should we should um, all be um, living out our um, personal passions and if you are choosing to um, get married, then it should be about the two of you and what you love in life and about each other as well. So personally, I'm a big fan of these sort of smaller weddings that, that you know, where people go off and, and do something that relates to their lifestyle. I think it's, it's amazing to watch um, and to photograph. I love it. So I think it's a really good thing. It's a really good thing that, that couples have those options now. So Yeah, I agree. Um, you sound very... Um, kind of open and relaxed about your business and that's really lovely do you have a specific plan for it or are you just going to see how it develops yes yeah, it's, it's a difficult one because I'd like to say yes I've got a plan I'm going to be doing this but at the same time I do just kind of roll with things and and see how they naturally develop um, I do workshops as well so I do take people out it seems more popular in the summer months which is funny because I find winter photography and the landscape and seascapes much more dramatic and you know you've got much earlier sunsets so it's achievable but for some reason I get a lot of requests in the summer so most summer evenings um, 
I normally take people out locally and, and teach them how to use their camera and get people out of auto. And that's a huge passion of mine. Just so I think because it took me a long time to recognize how to use a camera to my advantage. I love to be able to pass on that knowledge. Um, so that's something I'd like to develop on more, actually. And, you know, rather than it being a, a seasonal thing or sporadic thing, I'd like to be able to take people out more often. So that that's something that I'd really like to develop on because I absolutely love doing that. Yeah, I totally understand that. And it's um, it's nice to hear that it's coming from a place of wanting to share with others what you've learned, because that's the, that's the right place for um, something to grow from. Definitely. Um, I think maybe people are coming to you for these summer um, summer times because if the, when you show your work, it's very you can see it's summer. It's very kind of light <laughs> yeah. and bright. And um, so they're probably associating you with that and, and wanting yeah, to maybe. shoot images. So uh, whereas my my work's like um, wild and stormy and, you know. Very dramatic. Dramatic. Yeah. So they, they want yeah. to come come in the winter when we get the wild. <laughs> I'll have to get some tips from you. Yeah. <laughs> Just swap a little bit. <laughs> I'll do some summer images. Um, so maybe that's what it is. I suppose people see your work and and kind of want to learn that sort of style maybe um so <laughs> it's quite interesting isn't it when you think about it it is but the other thing is you mentioned it very early on you're not um and I just wanted to talk about it for a minute the you're not very you said you're not very technical minded and I think that's a really important thing to be talking about actually um one of the things that always reassures the people that come on workshops with me it's when, when they are maybe they ask me something about um aperture or shutter speed and I, I, I answer with oh I don't really mind because that doesn't really matter you know the bit that matters is x x what whatever it is I'm teaching um so think of it like that in that really simplistic way so you're teaching people but you're taking the emphasis away from the, the technicals and they, they do have to be learned but there's a lot of people out there who um a, a little bit put off um from photography and from workshops um and just feel a little bit um intimidated by the technicals yeah. do, do you agree with that yeah completely i think it can be quite overwhelming can't it and that thought of oh i don't know how to use my camera i'm too scared to go out on a workshop with someone because am i going to look silly am i you know am i not going to know what i'm doing but yeah similar to you i think i try and convey that it's not everything the most important thing is having that eye what to look for and how do you want to capture it and and I like to get people out of auto and I get an understanding of like the exposure triangle and and how the impact of what you do with one setting does to the other settings and I think having that basic knowledge and then going away and thinking no well how do I want to do this image you know do now I understand shutter speed do I want a quicker shutter speed or slower shutter speed what am I trying to create and I think just having that basic knowledge and then knowing that actually now you can go and do what you want because it's all personal preference at the end of the day so yeah I love going down that route and and yeah making it not feel so overwhelming and intimidating I guess yeah I think it, it can it certainly can be I think um particularly uh the, the women that come along um, often feel little bit more intimidated than um I'm allowed to say that <laughs> sure. yeah no I completely agree I get a lot of women come to my workshops um and I don't know if it's just a vibe I give off that they feel more comfortable with with you know my approach to photography perhaps it's not it's not all about the details about the technical aspects yeah I think it's just it's just a general it's, it's a general thing that women 
do tend to be less technically minded and more artistically. Um, and that's not saying that every single woman who photographs is, but in a general sense, they do they do tend to see things in a less technical way. And photography is quite technical, isn't it? So um, it's really nice to for them to feel actually at ease. Actually, it's not that hard. You don't have to know everything. You just have to know the basics um, and will help you in this really simple way without making you feel um, pressured. Um, so I think it's really important to be talking about these these things at the moment. Um, yeah, definitely. We do need to be encouraging women in um, in landscape photography, I think. Um, yeah. I think there are women out there who are producing amazing work, um, so it would be nice to see more. Yeah, definitely agreed. So... Um, do you want to just tell everybody where they can find you? Because I'm sure that they will want to go and have a look at these amazing sunrise images <laughs> taken at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. So my website is emilyandeanphotography.co.uk. And that's where you can view. I've got a few galleries and my web shop as well. So you can have a look at the, the collections that are released on there and the calendar. Um, but also on social media, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And that's just Emily Endine Photography. And I post really regularly because I'm out shooting all the time. So there's always something for me to post about. So that's where you'll find work posted regularly. Um, and you can engage on there. Drop me a message if there's any questions. Um, but yeah, that's the best places to find me. Fantastic. That's why I found you. I found you originally um, on Instagram, I think. Um, and you do seem to you seem to have it really well sorted, actually. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when you you know when you're on social media and see you see other people and they're posting all the time, and you start to think, I don't know how they keep up with it. T- tell <laughs> tell me how you keep up with it. On a side That's note, just, just because I'm photographing so regularly that yeah I just there's I think we touched on earlier about it being an obsession because that's that is my obsession in life I just want to capture all these fleeting moments and and keep them you know in a a still image forever and I just think because I have my camera with me all the time there's always something to photograph and you know whatever the subject is I just love photography so yeah that's the reason I'm posting so regularly just obsession (laughs) you're obsessed with everything I actually really like it's not it's not um it's not very common to find somebody mixing all their work um you know in one kind of um one kind of place like your website has all the three different things three or four different things on it as well as your Instagram Facebook I I found that intriguing actually um but it obviously it's working for you so so that's that's really nice to see yeah, it's weird, actually, because that's something I've been really torn about the last few years. And I've received so much advice telling me to split these things up and have them separate and start a different Instagram profile. And I did that. And and I just found that I wasn't fully engaged with it. And I can't keep up with multiple pages. So I just thought, no, I'm just I'm most most of what I do. I'm doing it for me. And I just want it in one place because yeah, it's nice to hear everyone else's opinion, but at the end of the day, I think you've got to do what's right for you, haven't you? So, yeah, I've just got everything in one place now. <laughs> you do, you do, actually. And funnily enough, as we're, as we're just touching on that, I am just about to start a new an Instagram account for um, my weddings. And I've never had an Instagram for my weddings um, because my it kind of... Um, sells itself. Or my, I don't advertise my weddings. They just, I just get... I, 
reputation, I suppose, and yeah. referrals, etc. So I've never really marketed it. And I was thinking the other day, well, I think I should probably do a, another Instagram account. And I started one. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in that indecision stage. Can I handle, you know, another account? But actually, I quite like what you do. I think that I, I like the way that you've just, you've just kind of intuitively done it. And, um, so yeah, you've, you've made me think now. <laughs> Go and have a think about that. It's a hard decision to make, and I'm not very good at decisions. So, but it's also about um, getting to know the person, isn't it? So I suppose your yeah. your accounts and your website it's it's all about knowing knowing you. Um, so it doesn't really matter what you're photographing. Then we we know you and we trust you. So if we like your work, then as a as a bride, actually, we'll probably book you even. You know, depending, it doesn't matter really what you're seeing, does it? That's what I'd hope for, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. That was a little afterthought. I'll go, I'll go away and think about that. And um, yeah, after all the advice that I give to everybody is like, don't have multiple Instagram accounts because you won't, you won't be able to handle it. It'll be just too much. Put your energy into one. <laughs> it is hard to keep up with more, more than one. It is, isn't it? It is. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a lovely chat. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening today. If you'd like to support me in my work, please do subscribe to this podcast and share it or review it. That really helps. You can also find me at quietlandscapes.co.uk or on Instagram at Margaret Soraya and also on YouTube. Thank you so much and I will see you on the next episode.